The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media. Uh, let's a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. For example, the week-long rain spell, private screening <laughs> rooms. These are the discussion topics. We're joined by Erica in the studio for Social Media Minute. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's great to be back. It's nice to have you back. <laughs> Thank you. It was a rainy day to return yeah. to the studio. Mm, very, very much so. <laughs> sort of like subsided for now, okay. but uh, we're going to get to the weather in just a little bit. That's right. Expect rain. Is yep. that a pretty safe yep. assumption? Okay. Starting with this return of what was once popular. <laughs> and if you've been around to see the trend, you might think this is not new. But for the younger Koreans, yeah. it might be just be something novel and brand new. Indeed. We're talking about these private screening rooms. Uh, they have emerged as a new <laughs> type of business <laughs> born out of the streaming era. Um, these private screening rooms cater to guests uh, who want to watch their favorite content with their buddies. Um, and, uh, you know, they get together, basically, and uh, they share an array of streaming platforms together. Everyone has a password, right, uh, to a service platform. Uh, uh, the customers are mostly in their 20s and 30s. Um, they gather at these rooms, uh, share subscription accounts, and just have a good time together. And it's maybe not just about sharing that streaming service, mm. but sharing that experience of watching the contents together yeah. and because it's a private room you can shout you can laugh you can make fun of yeah. you can really have kind of a communal moment yes. that's what we were deprived of during the worst of the pandemic so this makes sense but it's funny because private screening room to me sounds so fancy mm -hmm. like something of Hollywood superstars <laughs> yeah this isn't it this like, is actually like a private movie theater exactly yeah. but this is much more humble there are you know small rooms with usually large screens so what do so these fast. rooms offer is yeah exactly think large so screen like 120 inch screens, Ooh. projectors, Dolby sound, comfortable sofas. Um, groups of visitors can reserve one of these rooms for around 15,000 won per hour. That is per person. Okay, so it's not like super cheap. No. I was going to say that yeah. at that point you can get a subscription. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe but it's not about that. <laughs> this is sort of like a mini party, I guess. Yeah. Like a watch party. And you can stream just about any yeah, contents, right? Definitely. Okay. Uh, these private screening rooms offer free access to local streaming services like OLATV and Wave uh, for paid platforms like Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Apple TV, and Coupon Play or Teaming. Uh, somebody in the group, of course, has to have an account mm. to access those platforms. So as you alluded to, Erica, we've been seeing a growing demand for these sort yeah. of like private cinema or TV experiences. Of course, during the COVID-19 pandemic, you just needed a space where we can gather to yeah. do this. Yeah, without too many people yeah. around us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the popularity of these streaming services has, you know, it's, it's been on the up. Mm. And uh, that's what has led to this new type of business. Uh, again, some people see it as the arrival of watch parties here in South Korea, which are popular in places like America for major sports events ah. or awards shows, you know, uh, to others like myself who lived through the 90s, uh, it feels like a sort of a revival of the video bong <laughs> concept. Do you guys remember VHS? Yes, it started <laughs> with VHS. You know, the video bong, video bong, yeah. was one of the earliest types of uh, entertainment rooms. 
pang rooms uh, that emerged in the 90s here in South Korea. Uh, customers could rent a VHS title and a room mm. for an hourly fee. I don't remember how much I paid back in the days, but, you know, I was a frequent visitor uh, to one of these uh, rooms with my friends. We yeah. would go and watch videos, you know, uh, during the, the, the break between classes at in college. Yeah. yeah, I would go just spend a couple of hours. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, and then go to class. You would need a communal space yeah. where you can do something fun. And this was it. Yeah. I wasn't around <laughs> in Korea <laughs> for this. Yeah. And then technology <laughs> advanced, of course. And then video bunks became DVD bunks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the punk culture eventually declined mm. over the years, mm. and many of these establishments disappeared. Mm. Uh, but uh, I don't know. For those who want to have a proper watch party, mm. uh, entire rooms can even be entire homes can even be rented now, not just oh. rooms. So people actually uh, design their studio apartments into private theaters and <laughs> rent them out for an hourly fee. Because I was going to say during the pandemic, yeah. weren't we not? spending more time at home right. and making our houses equipped with espresso machines and fancy yes. projectors. Yes. And so why not take it to the next level mm. and someone is capitalizing on it and you can borrow entire studio apartments for yeah. watch parties. That's right. That sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah. Like so fun. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Return of the so-called video rooms or screening rooms. Let's move on to that dreaded weather forecast. Yeah. So expect a lot of rain uh, for this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, rain clouds are expected to hang over South Korea. Uh, you know, the week has just begun. I, when I left my home, there was a lot of rain. It was just like pouring down. And then after a while, it kind of, you know, got a little bit weaker. And then yeah. it's been like that. You know, yesterday, I stepped out of my apartment for, I don't know, uh, 20 minutes or so because I had to buy groceries to, mm. to cook. And I didn't carry an umbrella with me because it looked fine. It and was then, sunny for some parts yes. of Sunday, right? And then what? Five minutes into my short walk I, I, I see drops okay, of rain. I was okay. like, uh-oh. Oh, and then it really starts to pour down. So what did you do? So I just hid under a tree. <laughs> An overhang and or a tree. And it, it got, then it got weaker and then it became strong again and this like pattern continued for about 10 minutes but I was fine ultimately. Okay. I wasn't drenched. Okay. But uh, yeah. So I mean that's the general forecast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the week, actually. According to the Korea Meteorological Administration, the storm systems that drenched much of South Korea yesterday mm. will stay in place through Monday. I got my car washed on Friday. <laughs> hey, it's almost expected, <laughs> isn't but, it? I mean, I, the thing is, I have a theory. When your car is filthy, yeah. it's better to wash it once and then get rained on <laughs> as opposed to being filthy yeah. and being rained on. But there you have it. So on Sunday, heavy rain advisories were issued for parts of Seoul as well as northern Gyeonggi-do province and in northwest parts of Gangwon-do province. Yeah. So I think what you said was absolutely true. We got like downpours and then yes. it slowed down. Downpours. Exactly. Now, parts of those regions that you just mentioned saw rain of up to 40 millimeters. The rain was accompanied by thunder, lightning mm -hmm. and strong winds. Uh, between Tuesday and Wednesday, a new stationary front will form over the Korean Peninsula and that's going to drop more heavy rain in already drenched regions. Mm. And starting Thursday, a long and narrow stationary front will move up and down and bring with it 
torrential rain that will last until July 17th. Uh, forecasts regarding the intensity of the rain, the timing and location may, of course, change. Mm-hmm. So I advise our listeners, if you happen to be here in Korea, to look out for the weather forecast updates as you go about your day. Our listeners is concerned about your safety. There was a lightning, I hope, hiding under a tree during a lightning <laughs> yeah. storm is dangerous. I know. Yeah, just a fresh reminder. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take cover elsewhere yes. if you see lightning or hear it at first. Yep. Okay, let's move on to our final buzzword of the day. I think this is so incredibly sweet. Me too. Um, so, of course, moms will go extraordinary extents to ensure that their sons and daughters' dreams mm. are realized as reality, if they can help it, that is. So this one mother in, was it New Zealand? New Zealand. Uh, she put up a post online on, on social media pleading that her son is incredibly engulfed by truck drivers and trucks in general. Yeah, obsessed is the word. Obsessed. And so she reached out to truck drivers in New Zealand. Yeah, she put up a small post on social media uh, that read, looking for a truck driver to help a little boy. He has no friends and no one to invite to his party. He's a wonderful boy. And we're wondering if there are any truck drivers who can take him around the block. Now, apparently, Ollie, if you're wondering why he doesn't have any friends, he is uh, in poor health uh, and uh, has been absent from school a lot. Okay, you know, so, so he's lonely. He hasn't been really given a chance right. to cultivate important relationships. So, I mean, that that should reach out, tug at someone's heartstrings, yep. and indeed it did. Yes. This is one of the prime examples of a small post turning out to be really powerful. <laughs> That's right. So the post really took off after it was read by a trucking company boss. His name is Barry Hart. And, uh, you know, he also posted something on Facebook. He said, I'm hoping to organize a convoy for a young fella who turns eight on Sunday, July 9th. Uh, chatting with his family, he loves trucks, but feels like he's alone in the world. Mm. So we wanted to join with an already strong number of our friends in the industry to see if we can make Ollie's birthday one to remember. Now, the post received hundreds of likes, as well as dozens of offers from local truck drivers. In fact, 64 <laughs> trucks turned up to take part in Ollie's birthday convoy. In fact, the convoy got so big, it required a police escort. I mean, mind you, we're gonna we're streaming some oh, of the images, that. and these are not small trucks. They're 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 y- massive trucks. They're massive, and there's 64 right. of them lining mm-hmm. up to celebrate Ollie's birthday. Yeah. That's something. Yes, exactly. So the drivers involved, they met up at a local gas station on the morning of Ollie's birthday. That's Mm. yesterday. Uh, One of the trucks traveled to Ollie's home to pick up the boy. And then the boy joined the rest of the convoy and made a 10-minute drive to the Hart Haulage, the trucking company, Mm. uh, where there were more surprises waiting for him there. I wonder what that was. It turns out it wasn't just the truck drivers who rallied. No, people, just random people who saw that Facebook posts, sent over presents, um, home-baked cakes, food for the truck drivers from both the North and South Island to bring to Ollie. And the mom says she was just simply blown away by the community spirit, the generosity of New Zealand. You know how that saying goes, right? It takes a village to raise a kid. Yes. This is like the entire community coming together. And this experience is going to stay with Ollie for the rest of his life. I mean, halfway around the world, yeah. I'm reinstilled that perhaps, I know. perhaps the world is not such a terrible place. Exactly. It kind of restores your faith in humanity, doesn't Just it? Just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Erica, Pleasure for ending on such, such a pleasant note. See you Pleasure. tomorrow. See you tomorrow.
If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.